0: Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeSormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit DesormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support. All right. So, I said this before we started recording, but I'll say it again. So, Becky, I love your phrasing of Podcastio Divina. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Spell that. Oh. Uh, Come on, you're the word Smith. Oh, no. I don't want to I spell it. I don't
1: know it. if that's the proper spelling Podcastio.
0: Podcastio Divina.
1: Divina. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. For yeah. those who don't know, it's a play
0: on words. There's a form of mm-hmm. prayer mm-hmm. called Lexio Divina. Um, where you reflect on the word and how it speaks to you and other stuff. So right. I guess we'll sit down and reflect on our podcast.
2: Yes. That's right. <laughs> Got to say, <laughs> put, a, yep, put a smile
3: on my face. I so appreciate that. Yeah. yeah when I, saw that, I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Becky, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that's mm-hmm.
0: So we thought today that we would get together and maybe do a wrap-up session on the last few that we've done when we talk about the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to briefly recap, we've had three conversations to date. Uh, first one we had was with Father Moro.
1: Father Moro. Mm-hmm. We talked
0: about the ideas and the vision for the Christian family. Mm-hmm. Ton of wisdom mm-hmm. in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, Episode
3: think, 43. 43. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: I think one of my main takeaways that we'll talk about is probably something he said. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, good.
0: Uh, and then we had a conversation with Mr. George Holland mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on fatherhood dropping around Father's Day mm-hmm. and then the third we had a conversation with our buddy Jared Normand with the idea of covenant marriage or marriage as covenant
2: yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and now today even though there's so many other things we can keep talking about mm-hmm. um, we thought we'd kind of wrap it up with some main takeaways or things that we thought really stuck with us from those conversations
1: mm-hmm. hold on a second okay how about we let people know out there our good listeners, that if they have suggestions about the family or things that maybe they would like to, um, you know, us to to delve into more deeply. Perhaps they could shoot us an email, or h- however it is that you can. That'd you know, be wonderful. Make a comment. We would love yeah. to hear from our audience.
4: I agree, Adele, because we never really think we're going to drop a subject and not return no, no, to it. it. No, no, It's not dropped. That it's just important. You know, absolutely. nature. To the there's so much
1: more to talk purpose about. for doing what we're Correct. doing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. So for yeah, that Adele. there you go. Yeah. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't think we've
1: had an episode
0: date where we haven't referenced another episode. So true. We always oh, we're, <laughs> we're kind of
4: we're doing that whole corkscrew type of like yeah going back around like John Paul does. It worked for John Paul II. It can work
1: for us. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: So
0: the ways they can do that is if they go to our website Mm -hmm. and both, I believe your email addresses are on the website. Okay. And then we also have an email address for the show. Mm. It's Mm -hmm. handbookfh1 at gmail.com. So either one of those methods, uh, you can reach out and share with us what you'd like to hear.
4: Yeah. Send us feedback too, as well as questions. We'd love to hear from everybody. Suggestions of what we could break open for you. Mm
3: -hmm. Yep. And like Jared uh, was one of our, um, inaugural listeners, all the way back from the beginning, and yeah. he was on a show. So who knows? There you you might even be on one of our shows.
1: Hey, <laughs> this might be somebody's <laughs> debut. You That's never right. know. That's Come right. on, <laughs> call <laughs> us up, y'all. Y'all get in on this.
0: So takeaways from the family. So we'll, we'll sit down and do a little little divina, like show divina, mm-hmm. podcast Yo divina. Mm-hmm. So how about we maybe take a second if anybody wants to share? What's maybe one of the top one or two takeaways that you've had over the last couple conversations that we've had Mm -hmm. and maybe why that stuck with you.
4: Yeah, I first, the first thing I think of, um, is the, the fatherhood that was present throughout all three episodes. Mm -hmm. And it was really a beautiful thing to be able to receive that. Um, I mean, Adele, you and I were presenters and we don't, well we're we're soon to have a man join us right Mm -hmm. as a presenter but uh and on podcasting we have colby and and tom but then adding these other men coming in to break open theology of the body and some aspect of their own lives has been a real gift i think yeah Mm -hmm. complementarity the complementarity Mm -hmm. piece yeah and especially uh you know focusing on that theme of fatherhood when we celebrate that this month it was it was special Mm -hmm. um yeah that was one of the things the other thing that really st- uh, struck me well and you did you say we need to think of one thing from each of the episodes or no just one okay one or two things well the episode that that really um i'm most excited about is the one on covenant marriage i and i think you know i know that as the catholic faith for those of us who profess the catholic faith and we we often talk about we hope that there are other people who are listening that are not of faith um that might you know hear what we're saying uh we already know that we have covenant marriages right yeah. and that's a beautiful thing but to just see that extra um that extra protection the possibility of that the way that this is made available in our state really just mm. makes me feel so hopeful <laughs> yeah so it does right mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah um One, uh, I'm just following up on what you just said. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, one of the points that's made in the document *Familiaris Consortio* is the indissolubility of marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have it marked here somewhere. I'll, I'll check it out in just a second. But just as as a comment of what you were saying, that it reflects God's constant and unending Care for his people, yes, and Jesus's constant care for his bride, the church, yes. So that's all part of that, and that goes along with the you know the co- a covenant marriage. I'm mm-hmm. sure you know whatever mm-hmm. you're referring to. So that's just a comment. Uh, you want me to make a mention of something that stuck with me? Sure. Just yes. Okay. the The thing as I was pondering this, and I was uh, I apologize, I was rushing to try to take care of all the different, you know, pots I have on the fire. Anyway, um, the thing that came up for me was the fact that I was shocked. No, that's not a good word. Um, I was not shocked, and I was not surprised. I was somewhat taken aback, though, by what Father Morrow said when we asked him the question, why don't the priest Mm. speak from the pulpit more about some Uh of these issues? Yes and he said fear Mm -hmm. the priests are afraid and um i don't know what the remedy for that is we have to pray for our priests Mm -hmm. uh invoke the holy spirit to send down his gifts of perhaps fortitude for our priests Mm -hmm. to be strong there is no question that the, the un, um, unsettling environment that we are in is going to be calling more and more for truth, courage, fortitude. Mm-hmm. And if they're already coming in with, you know, with fear, we, I suppose, as the Bride of Christ, need to help our priests in, in very specific ways to not be afraid mm-hmm. to speak the truth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly what that looks like, mm-hmm. but um, that's what kind of jumped out at me yeah. and, and stuck with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I
4: want to encourage, too, though, on that on that note, he did talk about how a lot of our younger priests have been formed yeah. with yes, the writings true. of John Paul II, and they now have the context with which to feel like they have solid ground to be able to proclaim the truth. Correct. So our older priests who maybe didn't have the context, mm. you know, they were – priest when this stuff was still just being you know getting out there we weren't really studying it at the depth that we have it it being made available to us with the big picture so you know bless them for what they did you know try to do but it's uh we it's a very hopeful thing again hope um that these younger priests have had the context for how to speak on the family and on man
1: and woman and what we were created for you how know? to speak how right. to speak yeah. i think for that's a very important yeah mm-hmm. how to do it and in the context yeah and they feel very confident and assured that they are on solid ground yes that's great mm-hmm. yes
3: i think uh i want to call foul i think becky stole my notes oh,
0: oh God, oh. Becky. <laughs> as she's talking i'm seeing like reviews notes it's like oh wait a minute <laughs>
3: No, like minds. I'm going to add a little bit to that, though. Okay, please. So mm-hmm. um, I, I certainly agree with you. That really stuck out when, when Father did mention that there were some young priests in the diocese and other places that he's traveled. Mm-hmm. He was a great guest, by the way. That was pretty yes. awesome, his insight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, being able to share that, and that's up there for anybody to listen to uh, episode 43. But, you know, just a few notes on that. Um that encouragement to be able to have the church as a place to go to for questions that a lot of families mm-hmm. have with the, the day-to-day struggles. Um, we, as the church, I think we need a, with information like this, podcast, however we can do that, we need to um, talk about that more, that that is a place to go. And where I'm getting to on that point is, um, Adele and I have spoken about this before, and We're doing some more research on the background, but um, there is a lot of buzz about artificial intelligence. And, you know, that is a lot of people use Google, and this is just like the next evolution of how we can communicate and gather data that's out there in the world. And so um, I thought I would give a little test and say, you know, we've got this great information um, that we can get. Uh, as an example, um, St. John Paul II's writings on the family, um, you, know, you could ask questions, what are the duties of parents? Um, train your children in essential values uh, of human life with uh, correct attitudes towards freedom, material goods, values of justice, mm-hmm. um, true love, mm-hmm. service to others especially the poor, yes. and dignity for all. Mm-hmm. What a great message, you know, to really? share, yeah. um, how to find that, how to make sure that's part of someone's conversation. Um, an example, if someone were to use an artificial intelligence tool and ask questions, um, which I kind of did for our example, so I was like, okay, so what, what are the top three questions that people would have about parenting, um, which is kind of what, Um, Mm -hmm. St. John Paul answered in those other ones. Interesting what it came back with, um, and I'm I'm reading this quote from this AI tool, um, that some of the questions that parents may have include understanding the most significant cravings of their children's hearts,
2: Hmm.
3: uh, building a relational bridge with
1: their children, and instilling values in their children. Are Are those questions that parents are asking or those are answers that the AI thing is giving them Um, so in the
3: search bar I typed in what are people searching for searching for So so these are
1: like questions that a a parent might have looked in want to know more about
3: yes Mm -hmm. how can how can I how can you help me and so those um, you know answers that it gave and that's it being able to search the internet and say these are the most queried bits of information that are out there in data land at this Mm -hmm. moment. And then the second question I thought would be interesting is um, where, so if values, which was mentioned in there, um, are are part of what parents are searching for for their children, um, where do parents go to research the values they would like to instill in their children? So now it's asking, I'm asking it to give me suggestions, right, which is what, where do I find help? You know, so this, this tool responds back to me, and it gave me two very secular websites, um, bold print. <laughs> um, and it gave me four answers in all, and the last one was religious leaders. And so I went on to one of their websites, not really going to mention where that was, um, but went onto to one of their websites, and it was definitely open to things that would be um that the catholic church would not teach that our faith would not teach um as bold proclamations of this is the way to parent Hmm. uh i got so much
1: to say as soon as you take a (laughs) breath so
3: (laughs) what i'm where i'm going with this is just that we've got these great resources within the church we're set we're ready um and and i think we're playing with older tools um, that somehow that message needs to be more concise and more easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have things that can't be replaced by artificial intelligence, like our sacraments within the mass. So the value is, it's all there. The information is there and the, the, the hands-on pieces and parts are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I thought that would be a fun little exercise to try to see how that looked as we got prompted by Father, that I agree. Um, it sounds great that we do have uh, the future looking a little bit brighter with the younger mm-hmm. priests coming in with the knowledge of theology of the body. But also I think as lay people, we need to start sending more people to them um, and to the church in general and just um, have, have that be our
1: soapbox. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I talk? Mm. <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay the fact that your ai search did not say check out disormo foundation (laughs) ministries tab theology of the body for their great resources Mm. okay so i'm putting a plug in here i am i don't know who this ai uh, contraption (laughs) thing is i'm old i can barely send text messages okay (laughs) But if they can't come up with the fact that we got all of that good information right here on our website, then it is not doing a thorough (laughs) search of everything in the internet, okay? Or maybe what we need is we need to have more people hit on our site so that it'll boost our Mm -hmm. uh, appearance and so that the AI robot guy can see it and say, you know what? Uh, a lot of people are going to the Desarmo Foundation Theology of the Body website, and they're getting a ton of stuff. So that is a plug for our website because Becky has worked so hard over a long period of time putting together a huge resource, all kind of links that touch every topic that we are talking about and something that we haven't gotten to yet. And it is a plethora of information. So you don't even need to go to the AI robot guy. Because, <laughs> see, Tom Tom is into check. I'm not. I'm the old fashioned pencil and paper kind of person. You know, I always write checks for things. I don't, you know, I don't use a credit card too much. Anyway, the point is that um, if you're not interested in using the AI tools or whatever mm-hmm. this, this thing, this new deal is, we got it. And it's the good old fashioned way. You click on our little website and you go to our our stuff, okay? So How there you go. How about old that? about old-fashioned website. old-fashioned website.
0: Is that an oxymoron? Mm.
1: Good old-fashioned website? Old-fashioned website. Okay. Well, y'all know y'all can count on me being old-fashioned. But anyway, <laughs> I love it. so that's it. All right. There's there you go, Classic. Tom. Tom, <laughs> I didn't mean to shut you out or put you down. I'm no. just saying there are other ways to do those things. True. That's true before true. you invented the wheel, you know, whatever. Yeah. We had it going.
0: Okay, go ahead. Well, we we talked about that at length before we started recording. Mm. And uh, and then maybe kind of bridge those two ideas together mm-hmm. is the, the younger priests have access to more information. Mm-hmm. They do. And yeah. so technology distills mm-hmm. so much that exists out there into things that are very condensed and easy to take away and digest uh-huh. versus seminaries. And the way we were formed prior to that is you had hardcover books and you sat in a classroom and that's the information you got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a different world per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but to, to offer encouragement to priests that yes. we we do stand behind you and we support you mm-hmm. to give you a little bit of you know, kudos to what you said, but it's like, um, I'm on the website Reddit a lot, uh-huh. and there's a subreddit for, it's called Catholicism. So people come in and ask moral questions or ask family questions or things like that, and it's always reassuring that most of the time, the top comments people say are, you need to talk to your priest. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yes, you can get general advice on the internet, but for the most part, this is a personal situation that you need to get personal Guidance. Yeah.
4: I love that you said that because I think it's very key for, for speaking about, um, yeah, most of the topics that we talk about is that the church really takes every person mm-hmm. and their life and circumstances into careful consideration yep. if we give them the opportunity to. right If we're trying to just school ourselves and we never go into that intimate space where we do have a father, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, who, who is willing to sit with us. Um, and, you know, sometimes that takes, you know, uh, really – finding that right person that is going to be able to help you with that particular issue that you have but we we have we do we have so many um yeah so many compassionate and healing uh priests who who can help us through difficult difficult circumstances and they know how to take take the situation into their own minds and hearts as Christ did right hmm. each person their unique and unrepeatable situation uh, to be able to give back uh, some counsel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you are a wise person. Thank you for sharing,
4: hmm. <laughs> um, Becky.
1: <laughs> I'm talking to you that you brought that up, and yeah. that is that is very uh, that is very appropriate to say in this circumstance. I hope so. I'm thinking yeah. of pastoral care, pastoral yeah. the, care. The sheep, yes, the you know, he goes care. out looking for the That's sheep. Right. He finds mm-hmm. the sheep in the bushes, and you know, yeah. brings him back and all that. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: because many people might have the impression that, you know, if I walk through the doors of the church, I'm going to catch on fire. Right. Uh-huh, <laughs> but right. like, no, that's, right. that is not, that's the exact opposite. Like we should come to our pastors. Like we should come to the sacraments mm-hmm. because that is where we get healing. Yes. Not the opposite. Right. You know, like, yes, shame is present, but shame is there hopefully to point us to the sources of love that we need. Right. Um. So again, mm-hmm. encouragement for our priest. Yes. Have courage. Mm-hmm. We love yes. you and support mm-hmm. you. Yes. Uh, I think one thing that kind of stood out for me, and it may be a blend across all of the conversations we had, and I was reminded of this week, there was a situation in Louisiana um, where a local farm ended up being recognized in the news because the farm owner posted, you know, it's the month of the Sacred Heart. We okay. should celebrate humility and not celebrate pride.
2: Mm. Okay. And of course, that was
0: taken in yeah. different Backlash. ways. And so they received public criticism, and it was announced that a number of their restaurant customers canceled their contracts mm-hmm. and stopped ordering from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it caught fire very quickly, mm-hmm. and they ended up getting support in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but the owner was interviewed on national news the next morning. Okay. And they, were, of course, trying to sensationalize it like you know you lost two thirds of your business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an attack on Christianity, mm-hmm. and. It was amazing how he was he was in the moment so humble to say you know this is what what's going to happen when you when you preach christ Mm -hmm. this is what happens when you celebrate the sacred heart and he he tried to continually point back to you know celebrating the sacred heart and humility and Mm -hmm. um but he he said a few things that really stood out to me in context of our conversation is he said you know pope saint john ii said that the last battle would be over the family
1: yes yes indeed
0: and this we believe like is a is a battle against the Christian family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or just the family in general when yes, you celebrate pride in the way that it's talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a local family farm, mm-hmm. so it's like you know the attack that's been brought upon them by people is is very difficult, but but in that moment he was he was humble to share like, like, no, this is the battle that we're expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like this is what's going on, Yes. and we're going to fight it, yeah
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and uh, he was probably quite aware of the possibility of a real uh lash back when he when he did say that sure. i mean obviously you know you you lay in yourself bare but uh, god bless him and his courage and his family yeah. you know for for stepping out and showing us a model of do not be afraid yeah. either when you got the sign in your front yard and you say jesus i trust in you either you do or you don't right. and there there's a great example and the other thing pops up in my mind is Jesus said, do not be afraid. You will go before kings and princes and governors and you will give testimony. You don't worry about what you're going to say. Yep. I'm going to get the Holy Spirit's going to give you the words. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and to even tie back to, you know, the earlier takeaway we said about priests having courage to speak from the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Like when you're given a position to, to proclaim the truth, it will be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and how people respond is on them. Mm-hmm. But Correct. Know, the truth will be heard when you mm-hmm. share it. Mm-hmm. And uh. Yeah, so kind of to shout out to them. Um, and then the other thing I maybe kind of wanted to share was, like, uh, a few times, I think, it just kind of happened as part of the conversation. But we tend to to kind of highlight either things that are seen as a negative or just kind of a negative aspect of the conversation. But there really is, I think, a lot of hope.
2: Oh, yeah. And what we're Absolutely. talking about.
0: Especially, like, it's a, the example that, you know, the young man was speaking on national news. He was in the spotlight, he's in mm-hmm. the, the hot seat. <laughs> but in that moment, he's just like, like, no, this is this is my family. I'm gonna protect my family, I'm gonna do what I need to do for my family. And I'm good with that, I'm content with that. That's what the Lord calls me to do. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, we lost a good bit of money from these orders, but the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when we we really try to, to lean into living our vocation, mm-hmm. to have hope that the Lord will provide.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes indeed. <laughs> Um, you Heavenly Father knows what you need before you ask him. Seek first the kingdom. There you go. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Everything's rep- everything else is supplied. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then to one more thing. I mentioned Reddit earlier, but so there was another thread that I was reading into and somebody made a comment about covenant marriage,
2: mm.
0: like that week after we were talking about mm-hmm. it. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Providential. So I okay, made a good. comment and like, you know, I, they were speaking about it as a negative way.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So mm-hmm. I
0: just put a comment mm-hmm. and it's an anonymous website. So you don't mm-hmm. really have like your name or anything tied to it. Mm-hmm. So I just put, you know, I have one, I know several other couples that have them. You know, it's mm-hmm. not as uncommon as you think. Yeah. And of course my, my comments get downvoted into oblivion. <laughs> uh-huh. <Yeah. laughs> and then the most frequent things people were asking were, you know, well, you're the weird one. Like, are you in some sort of religious cult or something? Oh, okay. And it's, like, <laughs> it's not quite that, but um, it's just, it's so fascinating to see, like we talked about, like it's a way to put in protections in a secular way, mm-hmm. what we already should assume yes. is the covenant of marriage.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And people are just so afraid of it. Yeah. Because they have to have this peace of mind, quote unquote, that they need one foot out the door. Yeah. Or have the option.
1: An escape hatch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it was interesting. Of course, I mean, I'll take what internet strangers say with a grain of salt, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, just the conversation for some people is just very visceral
4: yeah
1: yeah Um, my people perish for lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. pops into my mind Mm -hmm. they're they're ignorant of of a lot of stuff you know and i remember one time i was in i was in a program um women of grace john ed bankovic and whatnot this is uh, an established late you know female program anyway and i remember this struck me um Something about people being ugly and nasty or whatever, and and her comment was, "If they knew Jesus, they would not act that way." Pray for them. They don't know Jesus. Yeah. you know. So here we are. We we have some understanding and and res- um, relationship with Christ. Okay. So we tend to try to act maybe a little bit more kind, merciful, or, or whatever, and we know where we can go to confession if, if we need to, if we fail. But the point was that that lack of personal relationship with Christ leaves them this big vacuum, and it fills with whatever and, uh, and it's, not, you know, it's, not, it's not good a lot of the times. And so if they had Jesus, Jesus would fill up that space yeah. and kind of block out, push out the the negative, nasty, uh, whatever, comments or feelings or thoughts that they may have, judgmental, whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, is it? Um, you know, I think the last thing I'll share is something that Father Moreau said. Mm-hmm. And I shuddered in the moment when he said it, Uh It still sticks with me today. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Father, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, And when I see you in person again, I'll say thank you again. Mm -hmm. But as a father, and also, I guess, kind of ties back to some of our conversation with Mr. George. But as a father, you always are told and you hear and you know, okay, my mission is to get my family to heaven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like focusing on that journey of, okay, my job is to get you to the good place. But when Father Moreau asked, have you ever, like, imagined your child in hell Hmm. Uh what are you doing to stop that from happening Mm -hmm. Uh it's like lord have mercy (laughs) Uh Uh because again it's always it's easy to see the positive aspect of like God, i need to get my son to heaven i need to get my Mm -hmm. wife to heaven Uh yeah but the the visual of imagining that that doesn't happen Uh it it shook me to my core and it still does Uh 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 not that it's like i mean it is the the ultimate failure of a father Uh and husband but it's like no, it, it puts more emphasis on how important this is,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, yeah. So now, I not perfectly, not <laughs> perfectly, but since that day, like I know that is a that has shaped me to be more patient, yeah, mm-hmm. and to be more understanding, and to know that, uh, like the ways that my family is growing. Yeah, it's not gonna be perfect, but it's a process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still am charged with helping. Yeah. Put that process in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to step up my game. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's so uh, good.
1: That's so good. Uh, yeah. Thanks yeah, for that. Thanks for sharing that, that and reminding yeah. us uh, of that. Yeah. A great mm-hmm.
4: responsibility, huh? Mm-hmm. Great yeah. really responsibility. Is.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I know we have a few more questions we we want to get to, but. Before we do that, Tom, do you have something you'd like to share?
3: Yes. uh, Thanks, Kobe. Um, Yeah, before we get into those other questions, um, we'd like to just let everybody know that um, this is a ministry of the Disarmo Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit organization um, that runs off of donations, and um, the Theology of the Body Community of Acadiana, which uh, is actually um, one of the five ministries here at the Disarmo Foundation. Um, runs our podcast that you guys are so graciously listening to today Mm -hmm. and we appreciate um, every earbud Adele that's out there both the (laughs) left ear and the right ear correct we appreciate (laughs) that and none of those are teeth by the way nope. (laughs) they're all and (laughs)
1: refer back to the earliest uh (laughs) (laughs) podcast about that uh that comment about the teeth and the podcast and the earbuds, okay.
3: But we'd just like to take a quick moment and um, ask everyone to, to partner with us, and we, we've got multiple ways that you can do that. First of all, and foremost of all, uh, please pray for our ministry uh, here at the Theology of the Body Community of Acadiana. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Um, on our website, which is disarmofoundation.org, slash donate, and disarmo is spelled D-E-S, O-R-M-E-A-U-X foundation.org. You can make a one-time donation by, uh, when you're donating, you would actually go to our ministries page, uh, I'm sorry, our donation page, and um, when donating, please choose Theology of the Body under Fund Column, and you could do a one-time donation, or um, there is a a spot on there for you to click on and have... um, Reoccurring donations, which would be fantastic, mm. and that would be at any amount. That would be um, prayed upon and thought that you could actually share with us, which would be great. And um, we also, for this podcast, uh, we do have sponsorships available as well. So um, we could call it the uh, the John Smith Company um, podcast, or portions of it can be called after a supporting member. Um, so a lot of ways that you guys could help us. Again, uh, prayer some one-time or multi-donations, or if you run a company and would like to help us uh, spread Theology of the Body. Uh, and I did tell the group that we actually have a listener in Israel now, so um, mm-hmm. even Uh-oh. in the Holy Land, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is fantastic um, that you could help us bring the message out that way. So uh, thanks for the, uh, the the quick moment there. Wait,
1: before you, before you go away, I just thought of something. How about when you said your know, sponsorship? Uh, mm-hmm. you, this could be the John Doe or John Smith, whatever uh, podcast. Something like, um, okay, episode forty-six is brought to you uh, by a generous donation from, in the memory of so and so who may have passed away. Absolutely. You know, it could be a memorial mm-hmm. in a way to to uh, a, a beloved departed loved one yeah. of some sort
3: not just a pretty face ladies and gentlemen right. mm-hmm. uh, it's not just a hat rack that had Adele has that's a great idea we, we <laughs> there you go <laughs> we appreciate uh, that in,
1: in, memoriam. in memoriam you know uh, you know something like that beautiful hey. yeah nice. okay see s- things we we are literally round table chatting yeah. talking <laughs> y'all just happen to be sitting in on it and listening in israel or poland <laughs> or sri lanka or wherever you are <laughs> <laughs> we welcome you We welcome you into our uh, roundtable conversation here. Thank you, Tom. Mm -hmm.
0: It's funny you say roundtable conversation. So Valerie and I have been invited to join a group of young families. And Mm -hmm. we get together once a month to have dinner and then have a conversation about faith. Wonderful. And it's called Roundtable Discussions. Oh, (laughs) oh,
1: good. (laughs) uh, Roundtable, I guess it's been around for...
4: Maybe you'll be able to bring us some interesting, um, yeah, takeaways from that.
0: Actually, I think we have one tonight.
4: So oh yeah. good
1: <laughs> and, br- and, and bring the people mm-hmm. in to be guests to share to what maybe we could hey tom we got how many we can more make a, microphones a round can we get? The table <laughs> can't we <laughs> <laughs> that would be good okay great nice
0: Yeah. Cool. well thank okay. you tom mm-hmm. and uh yeah so as we kind of hop back into our conversation i think one of the next questions we wanted to maybe share around the table
2: mm-hmm.
0: is <laughs> uh and we you know, could have had something referenced in the conversations with our guest and the things we talked about. But, you know, what's something from the writings of our blessed Pope Saint mm-hmm. about family life that has impacted your family life? He's written quite a bit. Yes. So there's a, yes. a couple options to choose from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but is there anything that maybe stands out to you that, again, we might have mentioned during our sessions, but yes. even, you know, maybe not?
1: Uh, I'd like to just say this one particular thing that really... It struck me when I read it the first time I was reading this document, uh, As Consortium, for one of my classes. And um, I, I can remember, I'm a visual person, so I can remember I was sitting in bed. It was late at night. My husband was, you know, doing the crossword puzzle or something next to me. And I'm reading this thing, and all of a sudden I said, listen to this, mm-hmm. you know? Listen to this. And, and the point is taken from, let's see, I had made myself a note. Uh, paragraph 19, let me find that real quick, y'all. Um, and it's regarding the basically the indissolubility of the marriage, but mm-hmm. it's all, it's another it's another point. He says number nineteen, paragraph nineteen, the roots of the natural complementarity of male and female, nurtured through personal willingness of spouses to share. Hold on, I'm not finished. That would be um, I take you. To be my beloved spouse, to heaven to hold, and Mm -hmm. so forth. Okay, so the vows. Okay, so let me start over. The roots of natural complementarity of male and female nurtured through personal willingness of spouses to share the entire life project. Yeah, that's a Mm -hmm. nice. Of what Mm -hmm. they have and are. Mm -hmm. This communion is a profound human need. And Christ elevates this as the sacrament of matrimony and we know that a sacrament is a sign of grace uh, mm-hmm. i would sign to give grace but the term entire life project that's a great term i've heard you say it before okay when we're teaching yeah i'm mm-hmm. uh yeah give me another six or so weeks and i will be set sa- my husband and i will celebrate 50 years of marriage
3: oh awesome. wow congratulations and the
1: entire mm-hmm. life project. Hey guys <laughs> put on your seatbelt. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Is, uh, there you go. Yeah, remember my movie yeah, exactly, right. Life. Okay. Uh-huh. Um it's a long ride, yeah. but it's the entire life project. The mm-hmm. ups, the downs, the goods, the bads, the happy to you know, hey you remember when? And and also, oh, I'm gonna knock you out. Right. What all that. Uh-huh. It's the whole life mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because you know that's what it is. That's what it is for me, mm-hmm. and I believe that it is for many, many you know people who are who are blessed with a. Um, you know, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. It's a challenge. Um, you know, but it's it's instituted by Christ to give grace, mm-hmm. and it's through those good times, bad times, ugly times, all the all the rest of the times, that we are uh persevering in virtue developing virtue receiving grace yeah. to uh, achieve self-mastery mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and get everybody to heaven that's the bottom line okay that's all i have to say about mm. that yeah <laughs> yeah okay hmm
4: yeah so um so i i really um i a lot of what i talk about from uh from in my own I guess, witness to how Theology of the Body really sunk into my heart, you know, in the midst of broken family life comes from the letter to families. My Mm -hmm. mom actually gave me that document Mm -hmm. as a young mom. Mm -hmm. I read it. I wanted it to be the foundation of my family. And, and, you know, being in the midst of studies and coming across a part of that, which really kind of... Stung, but it was a good sting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it ended well um, in that it, it really just opened up portents for me, and um, and it was the the point. Uh, I'm going to read it from Letter to Families 13. The family remains vulnerable and can easily fall prey to dangers which weaken it or actually destroy its unity and stability. Mm-hmm. As a result of these dangers, families cease, cease to be witnesses of the civili- civilization of love and can be, even become a negation of it, a kind of countersign. I was about okay. to say. Mm-hmm. A broken family can, for its part, consolidate a specific form of an anti-civilization, destroying love in its various expressions with inevitable consequences for the whole life of society that was like a sword <laughs> you know what i mean it was a sword um being in circumstances that i were that way i felt like it wasn't in my control uh to fix it um but at the same time recognizing that whether i could fix it or not or whatever the situations were we still were in that you know practically speaking that state in the eyes of other people was um but then that that beautiful response from dr Waldstein when another woman you know who was studying with me actually asked the question what about me and kind of shared she had a similar story and him you know going very interior and after a while of awkward silence saying you know some families are profoundly broken right and you and others like you have um, greater access to the divine mercy flowing from the side of Christ, because of your proximity to Him, in your suffering, mm-hmm. and that I you know, through my head back, I felt like really that's all I see when I think of that moment was mm-hmm. like throwing my head back and just fountains and fountains and fountains, you know, but also just not also and with it recognizing that what does that look like then. To turn the sign of being an anti-civilization, or you know that spectacle, uh, what does it look like? And it, it really just, I think, sunk me into a mystery of asking that question, because there's no easy answer to it. It was, and he, and he did use the words at the end of that. He said, "If you are willing," and and I feel like it, it, it actually anchored me, mm. like anchored me to remaining at the foot of the cross, you know, and contemplating that, you know, for the rest of my life. Uh, not that, not that I don't have joy and all of those good things, you know, I have these, it's not like, I'm, oh, woe is me, I'm always <laughs> at the foot of the cross. No, I mean, with, with that, there's been great moments of redemption and, and, and light and, and peace and him, you know, really breaking open what is possible that his light might be, sh- you know, shown forth in the midst of our wounds as a family, rather than us closing, close-fisted, you know, and trying to muscle it on our own, or try to say, I often tell women in circumstances like mine, don't bury the beautiful just because you fail to possess it. Mm-hmm. Let the good Father come into the places where you are wounded and bring his redemption and his you know his um ability to show forth beauty through the wounds that you are mm. you are um living through and so this was a, a real key point for me and it still is i mean it's kind of funny to call it my favorite <laughs> right of the family but it all it's the key it was the little key that unlocked a whole new way of living in you know the existential existential circumstances of brokenness but I will say, you know, and I, I know there's a lot of in the writings of John Paul II where he talked about um, the family in the modern world. And I don't think I had heard that much about this from you
1: Say it right. Familiaris consortium. Thank you.
4: Yes. So, um, so he says the family in the modern world, um, as much as, and perhaps more than any other institution, has been beset with the most profound and rapid changes that have affected society and culture. And he says many families are living in this situation infidelity to that foundation, right? Others have become uncertain and bewildered over their role or even doubtful and almost unaware of what conjugal love and family life means, right? And then he says, and then others have been hindered by various situations of injustice and the realization of their fundamental rights, Knowing that marriage and family constitute one of the most precious human values, the church wishes to speak and offer her help to those who are already aware of the value of marriage and the family and seek to live it, to those who are uncertain and anxious and searching for truth, and to those who are unjustly impeded from living freely their family lives. He says, supporting the first, illuminating the second, and assisting the other's the church offers her services to every person who wonders about the destiny of marriage and the family. I mean, beautiful.
1: That's beautiful.
4: So I thought it was important to say that because we have talked about Humanity and everything that's come down and how many people, if we say we believe that we're living in three, after three parenting generations deep, in the effects of all of those prophecies, how many people... Are standing on broken foundations it's it, it's what we often talk about this is this is why we want to pre- we want to teach how to get back there's a way back mm-hmm. to the foundations to reestablishing the foundations to letting the Lord repair the broken foundations so that we have a firm footing to stand on you know with him in relationship and in community as a church with those who are broken so, um, lots to talk about from his writings on the family in that way for me, obviously that's going to be something that is very close to my heart. So, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a couple of whole podcast episodes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we, we can break it. We got lots of material We can here. break it open <laughs> later, but I, it's,
4: yeah. you know. Thank yeah, you for sharing for that. for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We, uh, as you were reading Letter to Families, I was like, oh, wait, that's a I was also going to reference. Mm-hmm. And so. Oh, good. I'll, I'll maybe add to what you're saying and I'll read some affirmation on that, but. Yeah, there's a few things that you can pull out of there that's pretty easy that pretty much you know, summarizes exactly what you said about earlier, whenever, even though there are ways that we are called to live, it still is personal, yes. and the church will meet us where mm-hmm. we are so that we can walk in the path that we're called to. <clears throat> and so in, in the opening statement, it says, With these words, I wanted to first evoke to the many paths among which man walks and at the same time, emphasize how deeply the church desires to stand with at his side as he follows these paths on his earthly life. Mm. So like before he even gets into anything, he's like, you want to recognize that everybody's got a different story, mm-hmm. but the church is here to walk with you. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so then he goes on to say, among these many paths, the family is the first and most important. Yes. It is the path that is common to all, Yet, what, which one in particular is unique and unrepeatable, just as every individual is unrepeatable, and a path from which man cannot withdraw. So, again, in the very beginning, he says, "the uh, the model of family is common to all of us. Mm-hmm. We all have a mother and a father." And, yep. But even within that, it's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the church is there to walk with us. Yes. And then later, people have, you know, said many times, have you heard that. You know, Pope John Paul II said that the family is the school of life.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And it's within this. He doesn't say that exact phrase, but it says, in God's plan, the family is in many ways the first school of how to be human.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is something we, mm-hmm. th- it's the title of our show, right? Handbook mm-hmm. for Humanity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, how to be human. And then he puts, be human with an exclamation point. <laughs>
2: mm.
0: You know, this imp- human, This is the imperative <laughs> passed on in yes. the family Yes. son or daughter, mm-hmm. you know, we would say that we're all citizens and, and members of God's family. Yeah. It's like, again, all the stuff he's talking about, he's like, no, no, no. The school of life from which we learn how to be human mm-hmm. is from the family.
2: Yeah.
0: And just like you were saying, like, yeah. whether, you know, where you come from, people can be standing on a broken foundation mm-hmm. because that's the school that they went through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the school of hard knock, right? Right. Okay. Or however you want to, you yeah. know, share your story. Yeah. And, uh, and it's it's so true, but that doesn't mean, again, like you said, like that doesn't mean that's the end-all be-all.
4: No, and we need to hold out hope. Yes. We need to hold out hope and a bridge, yeah. right? Um, yeah.
0: We can always go back to school.
1: Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was a yes. non-traditional student. Yeah. I went back to at yeah. the college as an adult, right? You can yeah. always go back and learn something new. That's right. <laughs> and and your, your comment there, the holy family. Mm. The holy mm-hmm. family. That's the model. That's the... Uh, uh, according to John Paul, it's a prototype. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and you know, and I used to think about that, and I would go, "Yeah, she only had one kid, <laughs> and he was, you know, son of God. You know, I got all this, Have that this conversation with Mary oh, a lot. I'm like, yeah, yeah your son was yeah, perfect. That was easy. You were perfect. You know. <laughs> you know, no original sin. You know, but uh, well. but, but
4: John Paul II, or Benedict the Sixteenth said to to Mary, each one is as her only child. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, her yeah. divine motherhood. Yeah, so she yeah, has yeah. a whole lot of
1: yeah. troubled children. <laughs> the old woman in the <laughs> shoe yes, had some right. And
0: each time mm-hmm. she leans in and tells them they're her favorite, right? That's yeah. right.
1: <laughs> Isn't that what all mothers do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, I had a, a comment here. You said about humanity and the handbook for humanity and be human and what does that mean and all that kind of stuff. The conclusion of the Familiaris Consortio, and I know we're getting close to our our closing time, Mm -hmm. um, uh, paragraph 86 the future of humanity passes by way of the family. That's pretty much what you just said. It is indispensable and urgent that every person of goodwill should endeavor to save and foster the values and requirements of the family yes okay mm-hmm. and we know that the family is under attack yes we, uh, we were warned by the blessed mother in fatima this is the big one we it, he says every person of goodwill all you good people out there of goodwill mm-hmm. we must endeavor to save this yeah okay and stay tuned to the human uh handbook for humanity because we will or, or go check our website yeah. or you know do whatever mm-hmm. and and Pack your toolbox. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. put on your armor. You know all this. We're in a war. Yeah, and uh, we need to all stand up and yeah. do uh, do our part. Like the guy with yeah. the with the family and the farm, and he just said, "Hey, the Sacred Heart of Jesus is yeah. the the month of June." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and uh, and look what ha- what got yeah. him. He's standing up. God bless him. It's
4: beautiful. And it makes me think, as you're saying that, Adele, a lot of times when I see very well-formed young Catholic couples with their beautiful families, Mm -hmm. I I often say to them, if I have a relationship with them, like, Mm. be generous. Mm -hmm. Be generous with your family for those who are without. Because for me, it was absolutely the most healing thing for Mm -hmm. myself and my family. I was away from my very good family, you know, geographically, and these other families with these beautiful... You know, family life invited us in the midst of that, and it was so healing. Um, and that brings me back to thinking about Jared and saying we need to do another um, podcast on, on adoption, adoption, right? Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is going to become a more and more of an issue yep. as we birth children. Big you know, because of coming up, yeah, because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade, we'll have more children that may need a stable home, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a loving home. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't want to derail it, but. Earlier you said it's the big one in your conversation about the, the battle with the family. The first thing that popped in my mind was Fred Sanford from Sanford and <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> it's the big one. It's the big one.
1: It's the big one. Hey, how many yeah. people are old enough to remember that Fred Sanford? We all yeah, are on the table, okay. obviously. We okay.
0: grew up I grew up watching T V Land, so well, it was yeah, classic was TV land. Then. Classic shows were yeah. good.
2: Yeah, okay. I guess you can go find those uh-huh. old classics. Yeah. And stuff and like
1: that. And there's
0: a big difference between family life portrayed in mm-hmm. older shows versus what is shown today. Oh so.
1: my goodness! True,
4: you can see the progression, can't you? Or the deterioration, I should say, yeah. rather than the progress. Very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh goodness. Okay. Well, um, I think uh, we're probably at time. I know we kind of have a, a wrap-up question to say, you know, like what's main takeaway to, to wrap up a conversation. But I think we
1: we pretty much. covered that didn't we yeah kind of covered Mm -hmm. it the future of humanity passes by way of the family exactly yes
0: so always joke with people they always ask me you know like how's married life or how's family life Mm -hmm. and and i i joke about it but i say it genuinely that i learn something new every day
4: yeah
1: yeah it is a school of love trying to lean into
0: yes the school of love and learning how to be human Mm -hmm. so
1: that's humility good for you that, that you say i'll <laughs> learn something new every day <clears> throat> that throat> you admit that Yep. that you say that okay very good
0: not always a fast learner but you know we're getting there
1: mm-hmm. hey we can we can do review lessons repeat you know whatever <laughs> you're, you're a teacher okay. I'll, I'll get your <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 okay
0: <laughs> okay uh well thank you for joining us and um hopefully you've enjoyed again our conversation on the family uh just like our invitation in the beginning if you have other topics about family life or Conversations that you would like for us to have or even potentially come on the show to to share and ask questions or contribute yourself, um, feel free to reach out to us at our email address, handbookfh1 at gmail.com. And thank you. And we look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for joining us today. You can find everything we referenced and discussed in today's show notes. If you'd like to contact us with a question or comment or anything you want to share, let us know. Please send an email to handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Again, that's handbook. F H one at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. We are available on all major networks, such as Spotify, Apple, or Google. If you have a minute, please leave a review, honest, what you think. We definitely want to know share with your friends, family, anyone who is human that you think could benefit from these conversations. Handbook for humanity is a production of the Disormo foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life born and unborn. If you would like to support handbook for humanity, and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit desormofoundation.org, that's d-e-s-o-r-m-e-a-u-x-foundation.org, to donate, look under funds column, and choose theology of the body. Thank you for your prayers and support.